Law Talk with Bill Sherwood is brought to you by Sherwood Legal Services. The lawyers on air are not able to give advice about any given person's legal problem over the air. Giving legal advice requires confidentiality. Attorney-client privilege won't protect conversations literally being broadcast from a radio. If you call into this show, the attorneys don't represent you unless you sign a retainer. No paperwork, no representation. You have no expectation of privacy or attorney-client privilege on a call. This is a live broadcast. It does not get less confidential than this. The attorneys can't predict how any given legal matter will turn out. Lawyers give legal advice. They can't give you tailored advice about your legal problems without an in-person interview. Please call in with your general legal questions. This is Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. It's time now for Law Talk with Bill Sherwood. And welcome to another Law Talk. Here we are on another beautiful Sunday. Um, you know, this week we're going to ha- uh, have a lot of different topics we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about when independent contractors harm your property, when slip and falls happen. Uh, but first, we're going to actually go through some of the uh, news and the legal world, mainly with Trump and Cohen, because it's the slow-moving car wreck that's fun to talk about. Um, <laughs> but... Um, Right now, I'm going to introduce myself first, Bill Sherwood with Sherwood Legal Services. Do a lot of real estate, family law, and personal injury. Uh, you know, justice is, isn't always cheap, but I, I can always make it affordable with my payment plan. So please give me a call at 410-366-4417. I see some smirks from there. I'm just trying I, out the new like tagline. That. You know, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, and then um, Yosef, you go ahead next. Yosef Cooperman with the Law Office of Robert L. Symes. I do insurance law. Our number is 410-366-5606. This is John Koch with Koch Insurance Agency. We do insurance for home insurance, auto insurance, and life insurance. And I can be reached at 410-931-1400. Okay, so uh, just jumping right in. Uh, last this past week, you know, we we had some nice revelations. Um, you know, attorney-client privilege conversations end up being broadcast on CNN. Um, of course, we were talking about Trump and Cohen. You know, as an attorney, I you know, even if I didn't have a preference for or against Trump, I would not like this situation. You know, there is, you know. You, you have a client going to an attorney expecting total privacy, and the next thing you know, that conversation is recorded, saved, maybe you know, thoughtfully saved as ammunition because he might be end up becoming president was maybe Cohen's thought. A couple of things I read. So and then it this it gets leaked to you know CNN, which has an axe to grind as well. So. Where where does what, this go? I mean, whether it's legal or not, it certainly seems unethical. That's the that's no, the bottom line, and it, it seems it was legal because it happened. Depending yeah. on the state that it happens exactly. in, exactly. That's what that's what fascinated me about about this is that in Maryland, doing this is a crime. You can't secretly take people, um, and it's probably in Maryland. He would you know we just disbar Michael uh, Maryland. We'd indict Michael Cohen for it if the prosecutors ever bothered you know chasing things like this. And in New York, it's not a crime; it's legal. Because New York thinks you have a right to record people. And in New York, it's just outrageously unethical. Um, and, you know, Michael Cohen acts like someone who doesn't want his law license, and I can't see him keeping it after he leaked his client meetings well, to the to the media. Well, I even mean, if he keeps the license, what client in their right mind would go yeah. and see him, you know, unless they ran him through some kind of, like, you know, EMS? Well, I guess they, they, they probably <laughs> probably would be going there in order to go, you know, have him leak whatever they tell him to the news media, because no. well, I can't imagine the, anyone expecting privacy with that yeah. guy. Once, <laughs> once the book deal hits and the motion picture, yeah, uh, that might, maybe movie, he's, you know, maybe fine, he figures, you know? I mean, it's also worth remembering, Michael Cohen is, is a very rich guy, and... Uh, he has a lot of other business interests other than his law license, and maybe he just doesn't care at this point. Right. Well, I mean, um, I mean, he's being investigated for a variety of other, you know, banking shenanigans with his taxi medallion thing, which is <laughs> its own side story. You know, it's like a spinoff, uh, spinoff show. Taxi. So was he illegally using taxi? He was uh, like, there was. Uh, I haven't followed up on the allegations because it's a limit to my patience for train wrecks. <laughs> okay. And at some point, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for the final ending, and I'm gonna watch the final, final episode where it crashes and burns. He's gonna skip um, the, mid- the middle. Yeah, part. I'm gonna skip the the cringe-inducing thing, but he's got he has other collateral legal problems. 
Um, and he apparently does not care about keeping his law license. Maybe he thinks it's lost anyway. Um, maybe he thinks that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the uh, law license is worth the, uh, it's worth the publicity. Well, was there anybody I can't out there that thinks he's been, was doing the right thing at this point? Pretty is, much nobody. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, well, Even there's the stuff, press or there? <laughs> the pre- I mean, the press gleefully reports things, but that's what the press's job is. Yeah, right. I mean, for the longest time, the, the press does not have to care about your confidentiality rules. <laughs> and this is kind of, you know, maybe one of the hollownesses of attorney client privilege. You can't, uh, you have attorney client privilege, which can keep the attorney statements out of court. Um, you have a right to for- keep the lawyer from testifying against you. And you probably have sanctions and tort, you know, remedies against the person for breaking your confidence and malpractice. Right. But you don't have ability to go actually like sew his mouth shut to keep him from talking. <laughs> um, because that would be a prior restraint on free speech. Right. I mean, there might be a bunch of other collateral consequences to outrageous violations of your ethical obligations, but they're mainly reputational. I mean, the worst is going to happen to Mike, to, uh, Michael Cohen for, um, leaking, uh, leaking his secret recordings of his clients is that people will, will think that he's a terrible lawyer. Right. Which yeah. we do. <laughs> and, like, it's not like we think he's a more terrible lawyer. Well, I mean, you know, there, there was a lot of things that I read. I was, you know, I was actually doing the 10,000 foot view. I was, like, skimming a bunch of articles just trying to prepare for today. And I remember reading something, and you know, the exact specifics are, like, eluding me at the moment, but it's like, somehow he has ties to a restaurant or something where his family members were letting a lot of mob people in as well. So, like, if he, if there's some ties there and he was doing any kind of work for the mob, mm. you know, and he's got those tapes floating out there, I don't know how long he's going to last. I mean, <laughs> you know, if they're, if, if they're worried about their tapes, it's not like they're going to sue him. He's just going to, you know, wake yeah. up with the fishes one day, right? Um, That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. exactly. I think it's also, you know, there's a limit to, you have to be very skeptical of this kind of stuff because it's obviously a very charged issue. Right. Um, and you want to be very aware of the sources you read about it because there's a big incentive to make things up. Right. I mean, certainly I would think that Fake the prosecutors news. are probably mm. very skeptical of everything Michael Cohen tells them unless right. they have corroborating evidence because he apparently doesn't really doesn't like Trump. And if he's like, oh, I'll testify to this, but I can't corroborate it, we'll be like, okay, well, you know, find me some uh, anyone else who says that and then we can, you know, then it's worth thinking about right. because, you know, he's not the most credible of witnesses. Do you think that he smells the uh, the political climate and thinks he can just attempt to throw Trump under the bus in order to save his own hide? Maybe. And just being I able mean, to say anything that he thinks someone wants to hear? Maybe. Keeps him, you know, keeps him out I of I mean, jail. I would love to know what goes on in his head because yeah, the, the list of strange actions are pretty long at this point. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm sure that in like 20 years when everybody writes their book about it, <laughs> I will be happily reading the library copies. Um, but... I don't think that really there's you don't really at this point have a lot of in-depth information because it's still going on and it's kind of unclear what caused him to change have his change of heart. There's been a lot of um, articles sourced to people who know him anonymously because they don't want to destroy their relationships with him. (laughs) So who knows? He he and Trump were tight, you know, for a long time. And and I guess maybe he's just upset that uh, Trump doesn't like him anymore and he's got his feelings hurt. I I don't know. I mean, there's a a range of news stories you'll see that say something like Michael Cohen always admired Trump and looked up to Trump. And then Trump burned him by not giving the chief of staff position and rushing him out of the room all the time. And, you know, at one time tried to get Michael Cohen to quit, but Michael Cohen wouldn't quit because he really liked working for Trump. And after during the last couple months, when Michael Cohen has been under investigation, his office gets raided, I think, by like South District New York, which says it's probably got nothing to do with the Mueller probe. It's probably something else because if it was to do with the Mueller probe, then the Mueller probe would do it. So it might be some other collateral, um, you know, legal matter that has nothing to do with it. But Michael Cohen feels abandoned, and therefore he's, you know, he's flipped because he's like, "What? You're gonna have me, you're gonna burn me and uh, yeah. expect me to keep my mouth shut?" But like, is that really true? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I man, what I'm wondering is, was this tape the worst that he had, or because if I was, you know, in that mindset, if I'm going to go out and try to burn everything to the ground. I'm going to, you know, throw the nuclear bombs. I'm not going to have something where people are going to say, did he say cash? Did he say not cash? Mm. You know, so I'm just wondering, you know, if that's the biggest thing he's got in his arsenal against well, this, you know. Maybe, but we don't know. I mean, maybe he plans to leak them out in, you know, increasing orders of severity over once a month. Yeah. I mean, was it like a podcast or but, something? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there are, there's, there's actual, I mean, there's media strategies where, you know, you keep a scandal alive, but dribbling it out, then there's a scandal the last 12 months. But if you put everything on in day one, everyone's like, oh, that's what it is. And then they forget. Right. So who even knows? Because this is, there is so much that we don't really know about why he's doing this. Um, I mean, it's almost, uh, you know, you, you have like a, it's like a TV season. 
Right. And who knows what comes out next episode? Right. You know, I mean, whoever the writer is of this uh, of this show needs to, you know, keep us a little more clued in. And they also need to up their game because they are reusing some pl- some plots from last season. <laughs> and just to be clear, this is a law show, so in Maryland we can't do this kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. Don't Maryland, record your friends. Yep. You can't record your friends. Exactly. Uh, Don't and, record and your I enemies. Asked Joseph earlier this morning, so if I want to do business with Comcast and they want to record my call, they actually can refuse to not do business with me because I don't want to be on a recording. Yeah, call. exactly. I, so, you know, and yeah, I, I, I've never tried that with Comcast, but I suspect that we'll just put you to the back of the wait queue and then you get to somebody else and they'll be like, we've sweated you for two hours. Have you changed your mind? And you're like, okay, yes. You know, yeah, can please, I please have my, my service back? back. <laughs> <laughs> please record anything. I just need my internet <laughs> now. But I mean, you know, a, a lot of the calls that you do for different businesses, you know, they give you the notice that you're being recorded. They so do. it goes around yeah. that. But yeah. I mean, you know, if you, if you're trying to record something on someone, and you're just sneaking up on it. You're not going to be able to use it. You're breaking the law. Yeah. So here in Maryland, it's bad to record someone unless you get their permission. Yeah. So this is uh, if you're going through a divorce, for example, and you're trying to get an yep. admission from your spouse. Um, is that is that admissible? It's, it's inadmissible. It, it, it's, right. admissible. it's better to have unless the neighbors sitting York, at the right. table with you when you push the buttons to make yeah. them go crazy. Yeah. So that and then they can say, that, okay, this person heard the spouse okay. go crazy. But if you take her to dinner in New York and do this, then, oh, then it's you're okay. Fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, it's there's a lot of there's a weird overlapping statute, um, and that has to do with dealing with taping people in other states where it was legal to tape them. And my recollection is that if you do it in New York. And no one's in Maryland. Then you can, if it's legal, under, it's legal to make the recording in New York. Then you can bring it to Maryland, even though it would be illegal to make it in Maryland. Right. But it's <laughs> obscure and technical. And really, the fact it's that crazy. you have a plan that involves secretly taping people indicates that maybe you should reconsider some lapses. <laughs> <laughs> Just I've never heard of a good plan that involved that. Now, I mean, you know, when when you're going through a lot of these law, uh, recording laws, too. I mean. You know, businesses can record places, I mean, record you if you just come through because they put the signs out, you know, that, you know, we're recording all the transactions happening here on video camera or whatever. Right. Um, you know, if you're out and about, you don't have an expectation of privacy. Um, you know, I was, you know, kind of going over something with, uh, you guys prior to this where, um, you know, I was reading some like tech, uh, Tech article or something where you know some of the the pie in the sky ideas are to have chips that can interact with your brain so you can actually not use your hands and send you know your thoughts into so it, implementing a microchip in yeah. the head that yeah. allows I'll you to. I believe it when it's on our stuff. <laughs> okay, well, Joseph is skeptical. I, was, I, I mean, think it's coming. I mean, look, I'll, look, we got AI coming. We got everything else. I, I, flying but, car. I, but I, when flying we, car. Uh, flying cars here. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, really. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit more about that and about some independent contractors and other things after these messages. WCBM Baltimore. Does your business internet provider promise a lot? Let's hear who really delivers. Comcast Business gives you gig speed in more places. Other providers don't. We offer more complete reliability with up to six hours of 4G wireless network backup. The others, no way. We let calls from any of your devices appear to come from your business number. Them, not so much. And Comcast Business Smart Office lets you keep an eye on your business from anywhere. Others, nope. Call 1-800-501-6000 to get internet from the provider who delivers. Plus, add voice and TV for $34.90 more per month. Offerings 92118. Restrictions apply not available in all areas. Limited one voice line and basic TV on one outlet requires Comcast Business Internet and additional monthly charge. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Connection per restrictions apply. Minimum term agreement required. FLEF 00279. TNACL 2006. AZROC 307346. CAC SLV 1028256. ORCCB 1999.39. Call for details. If you're currently thinking about buying a home or refinancing your mortgage, it is very important to choose a solid, reputable title company to handle your real estate closing. And one of the best around is Summit Title Company. Summit Title has handled thousands of real estate closings in Maryland since 1985. And they are committed to the highest level of service at competitive fees. They're owned and managed by experienced real estate attorneys who work with a dedicated professional staff to ensure smooth quality service for each transaction. Summit Title is located in the heart of Towson. But their settlement officers travel to any location in Maryland that is convenient for closing. So if you or someone you know is buying a home or refinancing a mortgage, you should contact Summit Title Company. Their phone number is 410-583-5353. Or you can find them online at summittitlecompany.net. 
Sean Casey here for the Clearview Window and Door Company. Summer is here, and it's a perfect time to replace your windows. Take advantage of their seven-year, 0% financing, or up to 25% off project rebates. I spoke with Sam, the owner, and here's what he had to say. Sean, I would like to invite your listeners to stop into one of our showrooms and just kick the tires a little bit on windows. There's lots of window companies out there. Uh, This is a time when people tend to purchase windows. And um, if anyone is feeling any pressure to purchase from a company, I would invite them to just not give in to pressure and to shop around a little bit. Make sure that they're looking at the kind of window that they really want in their home for the next 20 or 30 years. That's great advice, Sam. Visit one of Clearview showrooms or simply go online at getclearview.com. Call the Parkville showroom at 410-668-1110 or the Hunt Valley showroom at 410-771-0771. Spice up your wardrobe with Needlepoint. Baldwin Belts is a Baltimore-based Needlepoint company offering Maryland-themed and other various custom-designed belts as well as accessories. All their products are 100% hand-stitched, handmade, and are guaranteed to last. Choose from one of Baldwin Belts' unique designs or customize your own belt to tell your individual story. Their custom-made products make great wedding gifts and graduation presents. Have a big event coming up? Customize a key fob to use as promotional product or gift item. Visit baldwinbelts.com for more information. Most doctors are not trained to diagnose and treat hidden car accident injuries like muscle spasms, back pain, neck pain, and headaches. The problem is that soft tissue injuries are not always visible on x-rays. One of the best ways to detect hidden injuries is a thermography scan. Call Dr. Mitch Adolph, D.C. at 1711 York Road, Lutherville, 1-800-511-BACK. To schedule your free thermography scan, space is limited. Call 800-511-BACK today to schedule your free thermography scan. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers, and advertisers of WCBM. But they should be. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. So uh, before we went to break, I was talking about the pie-in-the-sky idea that chips could be reading minds to use to work into Google. And I was saying that was probably fake news. Well, okay. (laughs) Well, look, it was on an Internet. It had to be true, right, Yosef? Well, you know, Um, that is the true arbiter of truth, is reading it on an Internet. (laughs) Well, if, if if and when the technology comes out, do you have an expectation of privacy anywhere yes. around that chip with your thoughts? Yeah. Okay. You were saying something about the uh, there was a electronic div- uh, subsection of the wall. Yeah. Right? There's a there's a there's a rule about they're defined as an electronic commun- communication service. That's that's yeah. why you have an expectation of privacy. Okay. In the same way that you have an expectation of privacy when you're using a Gmail account, even though theoretically Gmail is a third party who could see your mail. Right. Um, be- because there's, they, they put in provisions to accommodate the nature of that. That's good. Um, <laughs> like, they, they, well, Google actually reads your mail so they can target uh, ads well, to you. Google's algorithm, algorithm reads your yeah. mail. Right. It's not like, you know, it's, it's not, not like, like that they hire a guy who reads your mail, specifically yours. Uh, see, um, I mean, that'd be a cool job to get paid to read everybody's email, right? Can you just, you know, read this guy's email and then try to go figure out what he's into and then give him annoying pop-up ads of similar but not quite things and, like, charge him more money? I mean, really? He's awful cynical today. Yeah, I know. I mean, you, you know, back when we were young, they used to make, uh, remember the, the uh, x-ray glasses you could order right. for spy glasses? You know, they had, they existed, Joseph. You could order spy glasses <laughs> and they work <laughs> I, you know i i cannot imagine why all these people from the old generation believed in x-ray vision goggles i'm well, just I mean, saying well look there's truth in advertising right if it was in the back of a comic book it had to be real absolutely, right yeah. that is the, the most reliable source on the entire planet is the back of comic books that is where truth and enlightenment is found <laughs> so switching gears from uh weird technology to Independent contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's a switch. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's I mean, a hard switch. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I'm not graceful with my segues today. Okay, guys, it's been a long weekend. Um, so, you know, when you hire someone to come out and do work at your house, whether it's, say say a real estate agent, right? We we know real estate agents a lot in here. So, uh, you know, hire a real estate agent to do to sell your house. They're coming through doing an open house, and then you know they're doing the wine and cheese thing. And next thing you know, right there in the middle of your beige carpet is a nice big grape stain right yeah. in the middle of the frog. Yeah. Now, you know, I mean, of course you would hope that the agent would just, you know, bite the ball and pay for this, but, you know, 
Who, do, where do you go in order if the agent says, oh man, I'm sorry, I'm a new agent, I just can't, and I don't have the money yeah, to the, pay for the shag carpet. The, the, the wine, I think, is probably common. I, uh, how about they leave the door open and the animal breaks into the house and destroys the house. The squirrels come in or, right. or they leave the back door open. All these areas are open right. to negligence on the, on behalf of the, uh, the realtor. So, right. um, I think a lot of the realtors feel that the, the company that they're working for is going to protect them. Um, and maybe in some cases they will, and maybe in some cases they won't. Well, and in the law, in a in a really hard look at this, I mean, the agent is responsible for whatever happens. Yes. So when an agent harms a client, you know, they have to pay for it either from their own pocket, but if there's no insurance to back it Correct. up. Then they can't do that. Maybe they'll have to go file, you know, people would have to file a complaint against the real estate commission. Yeah. But, you know, there's ways around this for independent contractors. There, there, there well, really is. Aren't most agents independent contractors? Yeah, they yes. are. But, but a lot of them, then yes, Bill, there, there are policies that are available. They're very inexpensive. They're a couple of hundred bucks a year, sure, especially exactly. for a real estate. Like a agent. realtor malpractice policy I, thing? I, exactly. It's for, it's a liability for negligence policy. They're 250 bucks a year mm-hmm. and they cover you for exactly for right. what you've just described. But, but it's it's not like a lot of people think of those malpractice and errors policies for agents like if they screw up something on the contract, contract sure. is, pro- is protected more or less by the uh, by the principal sure. that right. they're working for. So there's but, a P&O policy that the broker correct. has and then there might be a personal CGL correct. the commercial general liability policy for the agent. Thanks for uh, disambiguating that uh, little acronym there. Cause I'll hey, know, you know, I try hard to disambiguate. <laughs> I usually spend my life in a sea of abbreviations, acronyms, and unintelligible gobbledygook, and I'm just translating back into English for the benefit of you two. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us are, you know, are a little bit better, uh, you know. Some of you haven't, haven't translated your brain, your brain into gobbledygook yet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but a lot of people do. They, 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 uh, they think that the, uh, the, the mother company is going to protect them and, and they probably will in a professional where you screw up the contract and you, uh, somebody under Yeah, because doesn't the broker have to look at the contract so now the broker's got his fingers on it so now it's the broker's fault? Right. Well, the broker is always responsible for what the agent does. Right. You know, up yeah. to a point of where, you know, if they're, they're going outside the scope of their, you know, of right. their behaviors, you know, then, then right. there's probably and it, and it, other liabilities. And it probably there, d- depends on the broker that determines whether or not they make their agent go out and find their own right uh, errors and omissions, as well as. But mm-hmm. what you generally don't see a lot of is them insisting that they carry the uh, yeah. the liability policy. And for the examples of the wine spill and right. leaving the door open and those types of things. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the same thing would go with, um, you know, like you know. The, the the general contractor comes in and fix the, you know the fixes the plumbing yeah. or the electrical or whatever. Well, the, they, they, the general contractor gets to a very complicated issue. I've actually done some of the litigation arising from the coverage disputes when the contractors do bad jobs. Okay. And so what if a contractor knocks over a bucket of paint inside the uh, all over your new the carpet. carpet? Yeah. Um, it's um, assuming that he wasn't actually like paid to fix the carpet. There's right. Probably, he was in there in there to paint the house. Probably but then, coverage. Yeah. A lot of CGLs still have deductibles. Right. So yeah. if it's a small claim, then the contractor's paying you anyway. Mm-hmm. Contractor probably doesn't want to claim on his claim history anyways. Yeah. So he might go and pay you anyway for that reason. Um, but like, let's say that, you know, the contractor is, you know, showed it up to do your plumbing and he turns out not to be very good at this. And by the time he's done, your house is totally destroyed by water. Right. Um, then That's you're a in a very type. weird area. It's <laughs> a different right. story. Yeah, because the, the insurance contract, the, the commercial general liability policy, is not a performance bond. It does not cover him if he botches his work. So if he installs your right. pipe and he installs the pipes wrong and you need to have it gone and redone, mm-hmm. the, com- the CGL is not there to go and protect so the, that's a different him from being point. a bad right. worker. Right. It's right. there to protect him from carelessness. Yes. Right. So if he's doing his work and in the course of this he breaks other stuff. Yeah, he then breaks a lamp or he yeah, exactly. sp- the paint's or a great he, example. They're exactly. going to cover that on or, their is that he lights your house on fire because right. he's careless. Like, uh, that happened in Hamden where the roofer oh, yeah. was careless with a blowtorch and, uh, I, I'm, down I'm an involved in the middle block. of litigation. I can't, I can't comment. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh. So make sure if you're having work done at your house, you want to see the insurance <laughs> certificate of that contractor. Um, well, otherwise exactly. you're going to be chasing the contractor for yep, <laughs> something exactly. that he may it, not. It's also be able a good proxy for the guy being a legit business. Right. Um, because once they're paying for the commercial general liability policies, those stuff costs money. Yeah. And they show an investment in the business and a yeah. permanence and a lack of fly-by-nighting. Because if you get someone who's like unlicensed, unbonded, uninsured, 
then there's, you know, you yeah. really don't have recourse. I mean, right. well, no. what of litigation is you cannot get blood from a stone? Right. And if you've got some con- unlicensed contractor who has no money, what are you going to do to him? You're going to sue him if you can find him again? Yeah, and, that's, and then they're gone normally. Yeah, you'll pay the lawyer. You pay a couple thousand bucks. You get a judgment against the guy. The guy's like, well, I have no money. Okay, well, I have a judgment against you, but it doesn't, doesn't help. You can't, you know, you can't buy stuff with a judgment. Yeah. You need to get money. Your, your homeowners will cover those things if they, if you have a plumber that does a shoddy job and the pipe breaks and floods the house. But, you know, yeah. if you, know. you don't faulty want your workmanship is excluded. Well, if they'll pay for the damage, if if you had they'll, faulty workmanship, they'll pay for the flooding. They won't pay to all. fix the pipe. Sure, they won't fix the pipe, but they will pay for the basement New that carpet. needs all the remediation, correct, and all the water that destroyed. But the and insurance th- company will go after the contractor. Yeah. Um, but, but if if the contractor has insurance for these types of things, then yeah, but, exactly. but you're right. They may, they would pay if he was negligent. If he forgot to uh, solder a certain yep. segment of the pipe yep. and right. it just fell apart, they would cover. But you're you're, you're yeah, right. Exactly. Shoddy work wouldn't be. Well, I right. mean, like you know, there's if there's catastrophic loss, right? So say you know, like you know, you have one instance take out a whole row of homes or a whole community yeah. or whatever, right? Wow. And everybody's going after you know that contractor. You know, it's there's going to be limits on those policies. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, exactly. Like if you've got like a million dollar property limit and like you destroy an entire row of houses, it's not going to cover it. Right. Yeah. I mean, a million dollars goes far, but like it it's not going that far. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not covering you know a row of houses we, in Hampton. We yeah. had a client years ago who, um, actually, one of my neighbors, been a long time ago, had hired some. Uh, quote contractors to come in i think kids in the neighborhood that oh, he geez. was going to help do the do the roof and they tore the roof off and uh, and the the night of and they were going to come back the next day and put the roof on and there was a severe thunderstorm that oh. rolled through and they didn't secure the the roof plastic down properly and water had come in through the through the roof it tore the tarp off came into the roof and destroyed it was a huge loss i mean it was amazing how much water dumped into that house and uh his home, we ended up paying it. His homeowners paid. Homeowners it. covered. Yeah, um, yeah. there's nobody there to, to to go after or to sue. And and yep. if just, if the homeowner was doing the work himself and that happened, we would probably cover that too. So right. Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know how many times I've sat in court and heard judges, you know, really like get wrath of God on someone who was doing work as a contractor and didn't have a license. Yeah. And didn't have insurance policies, you know, and like. Of course, you know, there's, there's so many, there's only so much that can go after. I mean, if somebody causes hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage, yeah. and they're just, you know, they don't have it, you know, yeah. wh- where's the money coming from? Right. Plus, plus it's unfair, I, I think, because we see this too. You get contractors coming into people's homes and bidding on jobs, and some have insurance, they have their license, everything's legitimate, and of course their price is 50% higher than because the guy. Because they're paying for everything. And it's really not right. fair. Um, but, you know, as a consumer, it's probably still a good idea to spend a little bit more to get the person that's properly licensed and properly insured to come in and do the work. It'll save you a, a lot of money in the long run when something goes wrong. Well, I mean, as a consumer too, you should be asking these contractors, Insisting. you know, show, you know, show yeah. me, show me your policy, show me your workers' comp policy, yep. show me your bonds, well, yeah, because workers' comp is different. Workers' comp is between them, the employer, and the and the employer and the employee. And the Workers' Comp Commission. Right. Like, that doesn't matter that much to you. Workman's Comp covers the workers if they're injured on the job to help pay yeah. for, for salary. And salaries. it covers, what specifically was done, it was, it was enacted about a hundred years ago because the courts got bogged down with people, uh, with employees suing employers for workplace related injuries. So right. they said employers can no longer sue employees and there's just going to be a single compensation system with no fault. But Bill's point, if you have a contractor there that does not have workman's comp and one of the employees but gets hurt. they can hurt, sue you anyway. I know they can, but you've got to pay for that. And if you, 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 don't. you need to, so you've got to defend that. You're you're in, that's why you have insurance. Right. Your insurance will pay. Your insurance will well, defend well, you. Here's right. a perfect storm. The employer, the, the contractor you hire doesn't have insurance. Right. And you don't have homeowner's insurance for some reason. The guy uh, slips and bad. falls. Yeah. You know, the guy just picked the wrong place to get hurt yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. there's yeah, a so bunch that, of turnips yeah. around with no blood anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that turns on whether or not there's a premises liability claim against you. If there's a premises liability claim against you, then your insurer is probably going to wind up paying regardless. Suppose right. you were the negligent one. You leave the broom. You, you, you put out trip the, wires because you, you put trip wires out. You know, and you, <laughs> you know, 
Or, you know, uh, what is it? Your, um, your contractor happens to step on the rake and the rake busts him in the yeah, middle of the head. Yeah, like he pulls cartoon, a uh, right? Tim Conway. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, him stepping on the rake, also, there's, there's, there's a, it's a more complicated negligence issue. Well, of course, yeah. Well, we can get into that after these I messages. I mean, tripwires are pretty negligent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get into that negligence after these messages. WCBM Baltimore. It's going to be a dry end of the weekend on the Sunday with a partly cloudy sky and light winds this afternoon. The high should hit 84 degrees. Partly cloudy starting off this evening. Then clouds will increase overnight. And that's also when a few showers may develop with a low dropping down to 67. A mostly cloudy start to the work week on Monday. Tomorrow will also be a cooler day with a high around 81. There may be an occasional shower thunderstorm developing into the afternoon hours. The rain will increase in coverage on Tuesday with a high temperature hitting the mid-80s. I'm Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBS. As a small business owner, keeping up with the ever-changing marketing and social media trends can be difficult and time-consuming. Let SK Creative Solutions take the responsibility off of your plate. At SK Creative Solutions, they offer various marketing services such as social media management, website design, search engine optimization, and graphic design. SK Creative Solutions is a one-stop shop for all of your small business marketing and advertising needs. Grow your business today with the power of social media and website marketing. Visit skcreativesolutions.com for more information. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. Are you a real estate investor? Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com. Or call them, 443-776-1846. When you got married, you took a vow to always be there for each other till death do you part. But what if the unthinkable happens? Would your spouse be able to make it alone financially? You need Allstate Life Insurance. Baltimore Allstate agent John Koch can help you get the coverage you need at an affordable price. Call John today, 410-931-1400, and ask for a complimentary life insurance review. Are you in good hands? Life insurance offered by Allstate Life Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and Lincoln Benefit Life Company, Lincoln, Nebraska. The digital age has a lot of people just terrified of technology, and your show goes a long way. I love your show, and thank you so much for providing so much information. You really have an outstanding show with so much useful information. I am now the techie geek of the family. Everybody comes to me because I learned so much from you. It's the Kim Commando Show, Sunday nights from 10 p.m. until 1, exclusively on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and worldwide at WCBM.com. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. So we've been a little bit guilty here today. We've been keeping the fun all to ourselves and haven't even seated the number yet. You know, Ben... Bad DJ, bad, you know. Um, <laughs> now, if anybody has any questions legal-wise... You can't wise, blame Noah for forgetting to see the no, I said I, I was pointing at me. I didn't say bad engineer. He, he, he's the DJ. I'm the, I thought we were the DJ. We're not uh-huh, just jockeys. Uh-huh. Man, I didn't just, say engineer. Hi. I wouldn't throw... I wasn't trying to throw our uh, engineer under the bus. He's, he's oh, very, very competent back there. I'm just there. recording that we object. This is totally your fault. Okay, for not it's all Bill's fault. I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, sue yep. me. Do you have right. workers' comp? Because... <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just cut my finger on this metal device. Oh, yeah, okay. Here, you know, way. we're <laughs> all in trouble. Anybody has any legal questions, give us a call. 410-922-6680. If you're a little bit out of that um, reach and you want, you want us to... To pay for the phone call. It's one eight hundred nine two two sixty six eighty. So, we are were, you paying for that call? Uh, no, well, oh. WCBM is technically paying that. Yeah, okay. yeah. All so, right. by yeah. all means, pass the bill yeah. to them. Yeah. Calls from Europe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see it now. You know, hey Bill, you're getting all these calls from uh, you know way out of state. You're going to up your bill. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm always thinking about all the black spots. No, get my ideas now. But um, so you know, when we have a lot of uh, there's a lot of issues that uh, pop up. 
when people are coming onto your property, whether they be independent contractors, real estate agents, uh, you know, any kind of maintenance the mailman, mailman, you know. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of slip and falls that happen out there, and you know, we were kind of like, you know, Yo- Yosef was trying to put my feet to the fire about the workers' compensation, and. You know, understandably, understandably. But I just know from a lot of commercial policies, they want to see that there's a workers' compensation policy in place by the tenant to make sure if somebody gets harmed there, it gives them another, you know, person to go after. Them. That's That's not any actual protection of their liability. Right. People just make make silly requirements because it doesn't cost them a lot. Doesn't right. cost them anything to have the contractor right. well, pay for it. But. Right, exactly. Unless <laughs> yeah, they're but that doesn't make it a bad idea. I, I well, think. I mean, I think it's generally why. I think you basically, I, my recollection is you get fined for not having workers' comp policies. They're pretty mandatory. Yes, they are. Because of the yeah. statutory schemes to mm-hmm. protect workers from uh, non-fault workplace injuries. Right. You know, and but that's probably why they require them. It's not like him. Let's say the, the post man walks up onto your property and you know, delivers your mail and trips and falls and then sues you. The postman is workers' comp. It's the federal government. I'm pretty sure they have a policy. Maybe, but you still can be sued. And I think Bill's yeah. point is, but the workers' comp policy won't stop you from being sued. No, I, exactly. The, the postman you, you need, has workers' comp. You need comp. to defend yourself and pay for well, that. Well, you don't really yeah. know because your liability policy will pay for that. Your yeah, homeowners they, will pay for that. They will. They will. Um, but my point is that having workers' comp is not actually going to change your likelihood of being sued. Right. It just no. it, might, it might just make somebody go away I mean, with there's more yeah, policy, policy will, money to get out. It will change their whole incentive structure because if right, they you know right. if they're getting workers comp, it means that they don't have to see you. And usually workers comp will make them pretty good. And mm-hmm. your insurance company will probably love that. But from your perspective, yeah. it's your insurance company's problem. Yeah. Right. Well, it's true. And I mean, if a worker gets hurt on the property, I think Bill had mm-hmm. mentioned. Well, if you're bought, if you're the person you work for doesn't carry it, you know, mm-hmm. let's just bring everybody into right. the case, I mean, right? Honestly, and that's that's a. If yeah, somebody comes to me mistake. and says they were working at somebody's house and something bad happened, yeah. and I come and find out that you know there is no money to be had because there's no workers' compensation policy, I may be looking at the homeowners at the just to see if there is some so, way to help this person yeah. out. Well, I'm the sure. owner's dog bites the, the, the Yeah, but that's worker. a dog bite. That's, that's a covered. Dog bite. Unless, you're, unless your policy excludes dogs. <laughs> Have you seen that, by the way, that uh, homeowners' policies exclude pets or dog bites? Well, I thought of no. certain kind of dogs they might exclude. Yeah. They like used to, under, from an underwriting stuff. standpoint, they and they've gotten away from it a little bit, but if you came to the company and you had a, a pit bull or a certain breed, yeah. you wouldn't be written. You, certain companies would. Oh yeah, would, exactly. Uh, certain companies but, would say that they're not going to tolerate the risk. But it's generally you're, you're covered. The dog, but, if but the dog needs co- someone, right? Right. Once you have a policy mm-hmm. and you have a, do- they're going to cover yeah, that. Exactly. Absolutely sure. I, yeah. I remember when I was buying a home, like you know, I guess 15 years ago, whatever. I had a boxer. And I, you know, I was, went to move and I was changing okay. around. I forgot which p- p- place I had my policy, but yeah. th- I had to shop around a little bit because they had put the boxer in with the other bully breeds, yes. like pit bulls or whatever. Yeah. And they were frightened it, that my dog yes. was going to go become a, you know, menace to the neighborhood. This dog would lick babies and it, just like the, cuddle. The, but they, that was know. a hot, hot topic years yeah. ago. No, that was the that, big yeah, deal was, for the insurance companies. They right. get on these tangents and sometimes it's railings and sometimes it's dogs and some, and they yep. run with it for a couple of years and the right. dog and thing was huge. <laughs> now they've kind of almost gotten away from it completely. I don't know if it's political. Even, they'll even do the Rottweilers and the pit bulls. I, we don't even ask anymore. They, right. They'll ask if you have an aggressive dog. Yeah. Everybody says, well, it's never aggressive to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, the dog likes me, but it might have eaten a neighbor or two. Yeah, you know, but, you know. yeah exactly. Yeah. And I have a crazy boxer, too. So if you yeah. go out there with boxers, you know, get, yeah. make sure you have good liability insurance. They, they're, they're usually lovable dogs, but they just love to uh, right. share their love a little too much with, yeah, with uh, teeth. Lots of teeth. Well, big teeth. Uh, <laughs> Than, no, knock knock you to, over and yeah. lick you to death. Like yeah. I've got a new Finland at home. He's 150 pounds of oh. muscle and teeth and fur. He about killed you. Right, he's like, well, <laughs> but it's only because he was trying to get to me to give me love. He, he knocked you. me down right. steps uh-huh. and everything else. You know. Yeah, I'm just saying that sounds like an abusive relationship with your pet. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to go to hell? You know, some kind of like you know you self should, help or something or other. I, you know, I don't think anything's going to cure you of your love of that new fee. <laughs> I'm just saying, but normal people would have fled when they realized it was bigger than that. Hundred people would have fled. He, he's the second. Dog largest organism in my house besides <laughs> me okay he outweighs my wife and kids all put together oh you know God. but um jaws <laughs> giant jaws and then oh we, got a, we also got a little tiny boston terrier that i would say would be more of a nuisance to the neighborhood <laughs> you know if my insurance company heard about it don't hope they're not listening no um but then <laughs> if <Jeff>. um <laughs> then you know because that one just a, he she just attacks all the li- all the little rodents and creatures that like the squirrels and everything else so she might actually get rabies and then go after something so I don't you're know. basically saying that you have a murder dog that goes around attacking small furry animals. Yes. That's, that's what she's built for. Now, the big dog, he just lays there. So, But it's a whole other show, I guess. So, yeah. So, the premise is 
satisfied, but people, I think, have this idea that if something, someone's on your property and then they get hurt, then it's somehow the, the landowner's me. fault, <laughs> regardless of actual fault. And premises right. liability cases are actually much much harder to win because it's not strict liability. You have to prove negligence. Yeah, right? you have to prove you the... To prove yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of duties that a landowner has, but it boils down to the landowner having a, a duty to keep you safe and then not doing it. Right. And so, for example, if you have latent defects, like you have tripwires, you have landmines, you know, unreasonable Dead explosive falls. devices... <laughs> Um, you have, you know, you have hidden pits. You have other hazards that aren't readily obvious. You have a duty to warn people about it. Yeah, right. Um, you say that in jest, but remember years ago the booby trap setter, the guy that oh, yeah. set the the people kept breaking into his house. This and is set the before trap my time. This is before your time. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we shouldn't publicize it and <laughs> put it back in people's minds again. Well, but. then again, you know, like you know, um, well, the cell phones this? are probably you know right around the same time that Yosef came into being. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, what did the guy, the guy put up anti? Burglar booby traps. He yeah. the, he he booby trapped. Uh, he put a gun up, and it was linked to the door. And as the door opened, the guy walked through the door, and it triggered a gunshot, and it shot him and killed him. Yep, the burglar. Yeah, and that's what we learn about in yeah. law school. When we go to yeah. law school, they talk about the spring. That was probably oh! the case that we, you know, yeah. that you know, yeah. Professor Hayes was talking yeah. about back. I didn't have Hayes, but that's probably and, and why. The, I missed and it. the property owner, I think, went to jail. Yeah, he did. He, it, yeah, it, he he wasn't breaking it. He broke into the guy's house. He was yeah. shot in the. Yeah, no, it's uh, exact, but I, yeah, I imagine it's the theory was spring. some sort of manslaughter on the yeah. grounds. It's yeah. negligent to leave behind spring-loaded guns willy-nilly. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it's bad when you're a victim, you know, and you, yeah. you just get to a point where you just, you know, you don't, yeah. you know, you're not taking things anymore, yeah. you know. But you also don't, you also want to make sure you don't become the oppressor when you get tired of becoming a victim. Yeah, you know, yeah. spring guns may be going a little far, just yeah. a little. I, I think he thought he was covered. He, he I, I never pulled the trigger. I, I wasn't even home. I never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and that's you, what, I, what it, I think that you consult know, consult an attorney before you set something like that up yeah. first, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, always I think call a... us for a free consultation yeah. before any booby traps are laid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, we we would like pictures of booby traps. I think it would be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> booby trap lawyer. Them, I can't. Sold in the construction, area. yeah. That's my new and old niche. You know, if you want to booby trap your house, call Bill. <laughs> um, no, but it would be it would be a fun uh, thing. But it also it illustrates, you know, when you put up a, a booby trap and someone gets hurt, that's one thing. If the guy is, you know, walking along and your steps are in good condition and he's just clumsy and he falls, right? Then, like, you don't. I mean, he might sue you, but like, he'll lose. Yeah, right. Well, what um, about the grocery stores where you walk in and they just mop the floor? The signs up, but yep. And, and Bill had mentioned he was in a pool. Oh yeah, swimming pool. Yeah, they yeah. put up the, the sign because if they warn you, then they've covered their obligation. But if you slip and fall in giant, and you break your leg. I don't care if that signs up or not. They're, you're going to end up getting a settlement. Yeah, so yeah, but like, if you have, you're probably going to get a settlement because it's bad press for people to break their legs in right. giants. So I was at right. a public pool in Virginia with family. Right. Yeah. Well, Virginia's the <laughs> Wild West, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, might as well be out there. In the 1880s, right? Yeah. But so I, you know, I I go through the locker room and might as well be like walking on a piece of Teflon ice. <laughs> you know, I'm slipping around like Bambi or something or other in there. Sure, I'm giving everybody a good laugh, but I'm sitting there thinking, who am I going to have to sue when I hit my head hits the concrete? <laughs> that was the only thought that hit my it was going through my mind. That's a sign that you have deeply drunk the lawyer. <laughs> you know, but, look around yeah. and you're like twit liability. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't unplug from the job while you're at the pool. Maybe there's a problem. Yeah. Exactly. But there, no. when they, when you don't have a sign, that's what the rule says. If you have, you know, if you have these really slick wet surfaces that people aren't you know won't expect um and you don't warn them and you just leave them around for people to break the legs that's one thing yeah. right. but if you told people warning this thing's going to be wet because they do need to clean the locker room floors eventually right. um so it's going to happen sometime but don't they have an obligation as a pool to put flooring in that's not slippery? i could see an argument i could yeah. see an argument I mean, that they were unreasonable to use to leave it concrete when you can just right. put down a rubber mat Right. Um, I don't know if that argument would prevail because it's a, slip and falls are a very technical area with a lot of very complex it, rules. It, yeah, I mean, in Virginia, maybe a whole different set of rules, too. Yeah. All right, so we're going to uh, take another break. Right after this, we'll come back, talk about everybody being slipping Jimmy right after these messages. WCBM. Baltimore. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. Are you a real estate investor? 
Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com or call them 443 773-776-1846. Sean Casey here for the Clearview Window and Door Company. Summer is here. It's the perfect time to replace your windows and take advantage of their seven-year, 0% financing or up to 25% off project rebates. And all their windows are made right here in the USA. Most have a lifetime warranty. But let's not forget about the installation. Here's what Sam, the owner, had to say. I've often said to to people, 50% of the job is the quality of the product you're installing, and the other 50% is how well they're installing it. So if you buy a great window and you don't have a great installer, you're not going to wind up with the best possible scenario for your home with a window. Visit one of Clearview showrooms or simply go online at getclearview.com. That's getclearview.com. Call the Parkville Showroom at 410-668-1110 or the Hunt Valley Showroom at 410-771-0771. Hi, I'm Chris Wallace inviting you to tune in this Sunday at 5 p.m. for an hour-long interview with today's newsmakers. That's Fox News Sunday on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. More of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. Right, welcome back to our final short segment here. Um, slips and falls. I mean, you know, you would think that you go anywhere and you happen to have a spill. If you're clumsy, you know, you're going to get someone to pay pay for your mistake. But, you know, there's a lot more involved than, into it than that. I mean, there's got to be some notice uh, and some negligence there. Yeah, exactly. Your basic standard is that, they, like, if you're at, like, a Walmart, you need proof that they had an opportunity to clean it up or warn you away or something. And they were like... Nah, let's not. Yeah. Um, but if it's just, you know, if it is, you know, if they haven't had noticed yet and proving they have notice is really hard, right. then you don't recover. It's so, good that it's not easy. To, well, I mean, well yeah, because there's, I mean, can you can imagine the, you know, just out of hand. and it's already, there's, I mean, slip and fall suits are very hard to win and people yeah. bring them anyway because, you know, if you're walking along and, you know, the supermarket's like, I'm not going to go and bother to go uh, clean up, like, say, nuts, which are small, mm-hmm. hard objects, and mm-hmm. someone trips on them and breaks their leg, it can be life-changing, especially for older people. Sure. Right. No, no um, yeah. And, uh... But it's also very hard to win those suits. I remember uh, back when I was in college, I was working at a department store in Towson Town Center. And in the break room, they had this picture of this little tiny like tissue mm-hmm. on the floor. You see this? Think it's nothing? This just cost the store $30,000. And this was back in the, you know, back mm-hmm. in the 90s. So if I'm yep. dating myself here, mm-hmm. but, um, so, I mean, that, you know, in 1990, well, $30,000 is a lot of money now, but back then it was a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, their lawyer said, you know, you got to post this picture here because, you know, we just wrote a check for this. So make sure that, you know, you have the staff out there picking up stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, there is a duty for the owner of the property to go through and make sure things are safe, you know. And if there is something that pops up, you know, your homeowner's policy, your liability policy may have to pick up the tab sure. if, you've, you know, you fell a little yeah, short on that. For. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what... What is the, you know, there's a lot of different places out there to just draw the line in the sand and will not even entertain making a payment on a claim yep. like Walmart that. Walmart very famously says yeah. that you're going to take it to trial. Right. Um, people have made the allegation about other insurance companies in the past. Yeah. And there's, there's economics that go into that. The theory is that if you're, you know, if you're a place like Walmart, which is massive and has tons of these because you're such a big, um, you're probably one of the biggest retail stores in the country because you have so many outlets, et cetera, then what you, you find yourself in a situation where you say, well, if I just never pay anything and I tell them to tell to juries mm-hmm. and I'll take the appeals, then eventually the lawyers will sit, will realize that the marginal case isn't valuable because there's no settlement. Right. Um, if you settle everything, then you get some marginal case that probably would lose, and they say, oh, yeah, but you'll settle with me for less than cost of litigation. Right. Um, and I've seen them do make those offers where they're like, okay, you know, we'll pay uh, essentially a nuisance, a nuisance, money go a nuisance fee. You know, yeah. we'll pay you a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks to go away because it's cheaper than paying our lawyers to have you thrown out of court. Right. Um, I've even seen Walmart do that, but. 
mm-hmm. by reputation. There's a litigation strategy there to, that makes people not give those offers. How about people that get hurt in in activities that are sort of, I'll say, sponsored? Like you're at the the, the racetrack and you're driving the little speed cars and you happen to mm-hmm. fly out of the car. Or you're at an amusement park and you get hurt on yeah. the side. So I've always been fascinated by the race cars because I suspect that they are non-owned auto that's covered by your personal auto policy. Ah, okay. Um, I'm okay. not certain. I never better, had to better, uh, deal with that <laughs> professionally. Okay, so, okay, so like, if, but I, they do have to sign waivers against the race course. Yeah. Right. Does that mean anything? I, we, uh, you, you take can the waive kids, negligence. You, sign the waiver. You, can't, you can waive negligence. Does that you, really uh, It doesn't up? always work for kids. Kids are different yeah. because right. kids can simply renounce your signatures when you turn 18. <laughs> right. Um, but for adults, you can waive negligence, but not gross negligence, which is basically if they if they uh, if they they are, they're a little negligent, then that's then you can waive it. But, but if they're dancing around with shooting gasoline out with yeah, exactly. matches, you know, yeah. having a good old time, you probably can't waive that negligence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's a limit to how far your waivers go, and uh, but generally you can waive negligence. It's just you know with cars especially. I mean, an automotive vehicle is like it's got four wheels and an engine. And I, I would need to read a policy to be figure out whether it was covered. Yeah. We got thrown out of one up in uh, Western Maryland. I took <laughs> yeah. my family and, and my crazy kids that, you know, you're not supposed to bump and, and, right. and they were bumping and we actually got thrown out. It was, yep. it was quite embarrassing. Well, you know, I, I went to, I, home. Know. <laughs> I had, to, but I can sympathize with them. I mean, you know, those kids are dangerous. Yeah. Oh, I had my, I had my kids in Ocean City in one of the major go-kart things. Yeah. My son was three. My daughter was six. <laughs> oh, okay. And like, who was they, driving a three-year-old? Well, well, this was a smaller track and let the kids drive. Oh my and my son, he was just crashing into everybody. Uh-oh. He was knocking them out. And like they were starting running and chasing him. Like, oh, man, I, I hope this isn't going to be a foretelling of, you know, him driving later on. But <laughs> like I was just, you know, I was just watching this unfold because you know, I'm like, what is going on? And I was sitting there, again, like the lawyer brain. If one of these kids get hurt, am I going to be sued? What's going on? Yeah. Or they wrecked the be... equipment when yeah. they told you don't do right. that and you busted up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, this been a, it's been a great talk today, but we've only got a minute left of our show. We've been burning through. I guess we're having good, too much of a good time, right? You know, I um, mean, <laughs> so, next time we'll just talk about your vicious dogs. Well, you know, yeah. small well, next week it's going to be the Bill Show, John. And Yosef both are, you know, playing hooky. I don't know. I think they got some kind of thing called life where they're going to have some vacation time or something. Yeah, rather, you know, plays in Albany. You know, <laughs> so. But um, if you have any legal questions, you want to, uh, you need any help with during the week, give me a call four one zero three six six forty four seventeen. And then John, you want to? John, you can you can always call Bill. He can get me or four one zero nine three one one four hundred. Right, it's uh, Yosef Cooperman, 410-366-5606. Yeah, we hope this, uh, that you guys will be listening next week. And, um, you know, thanks for listening today. Have a great Sunday. Talk Radio 680, WC.